Well, welcome back to our latest edition of Toddcast, things that are going on in the Blue Valley schools. And uh, today we have with us as a very special guest, Dr. Mike Schlegel, our deputy superintendent. And uh, today is October the 11th, and we've kind of gotten our first little cold snap here today. So it's apropos that today we're going to talk a little bit about inclement weather, Mike. Well, the sun's out right now, but uh, no, no telling how long that'll last. So Exactly. Exactly. Well, we wanted to talk just a little bit about uh, things that go on, but kind of behind the scenes. Not very many people know about how you go about um, looking at the weather, calling school off, all of the things that kind of go into, even on a day when we have school, and the things that we do um, in order to uh, prep our sites and make sure that it's both safe travel, particularly for our students, but certainly our staff and in community as well. So uh, talk to us a little bit about on a normal day, whether it be today or any other day, kind of how we keep track of the weather. Because even on, you know, we think about inclement weather as being snow or ice or those sorts of things, but certainly we, we also track it for heat. We track it for lightning. We track it for tornadoes and those sorts of things. So just generally talk about how we kind of keep track of the weather and some of the things we do to keep our kids and our staff safe. Yeah, no, those good questions, all of them. Uh, it's all about information, you know, trying to get as much uh, good information as possible, reliable information, timely information. Uh, we have some great partners with uh, our National Weather Service and some of our contracted weather service providers that we use. Certainly the city, uh, both Leewood, uh, Overland Park, Olathe, great partners in helping us uh, with our with our task at hand. Um, and then in times of inclement weather, our bus company is also a, a, a right. provider and, and a help with uh, determining whether roads are safe or not. And with a lot of our employees coming from outside the Johnson County area, that is always a concern for us on mornings where there uh, might be some slick spots. Sure. It may, may not be so slick here in the metro, but getting our uh, support staff to, uh, to work and uh, get them in place uh, is always a concern for us. So it all starts with information and information the night before and then even information the early mornings of prior to making a decision. Right. Well, you've actually been working already on our plan and kind of dusting it off, but also making some contacts with some of our partners. So talk just a little bit about the kind of the pre-work before it uh, turns cold and we start kind of turning our attention to that snow and ice season. Yeah, actually, our planning for the snow and ice season started in July (laughs) when uh, we didn't have much snow or ice. but that's when we started taking a look at our plan and making sure that uh, we had the right systems in place, the right mm-hmm. protocols in place uh, to activate decisions that need to be made so that our superintendents in the district, you and, and the five others, can have the best information available to make, to make those decisions. This summer, then, we also worked on a uh, two-hour delayed start. Right. So I know something that's going to be something us. new. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we get to the delayed start, let's let's talk a little bit about you know what, what we do uh, in ter- when we certainly we're watching the weather, we're as you say we've got um, some vendors that we work with as well as the National Weather Service, and we know that the storms are rolling in, and we've right. got some potential uh, weather that uh, that might impede our normal course of having school. What are some of the things that we do in order to prepare for that? Yeah, normally we have about 24 hours notice from our National Weather Service, who will tell us, "Hey, you've got something coming in. You need to be be aware of this." That's when we start uh, getting our information together and having small groups of of teams get together and talk about preparedness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our facilities group, our custodial group, which will keep our sidewalk safe. We engage public works departments at both at all of our cities in the Johnson County uh, unincorporated area. 
uh, to seeing what their plans are and making sure they can they can get out and about. Uh, our bus company then is a big player in helping us understand what kind of uh, travel conditions they're looking at. So all that starts about 24 hours before, getting all that information together. Uh, in a perfect world, we would have information for our, the group superintendent meeting uh, the evening before uh, the event is about to hit. Right. So uh, normally we would have uh, some sort of a conference call or some sort of a, a, a information share late that uh, evening prior to uh, the actual event. Uh, trying to make the best decisions possible because we want our parents to know earlier rather than later. Absolutely. Uh, but on morning or on days where that's not av- uh, available, uh, we'll wake up, uh, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. Again, start uh, the same process, getting gathering information from all our providers, our public works departments, uh, and really assessing the situation. Mm-hmm. And the the bottom line question that we answer is is this safe for kids on this particular morning is it safe for our staff right. to get to work and if it's not then we make alternate arrangements right so you've mentioned a couple of times that we um we speak among the uh, county superintendents uh regarding this we we have calls as you said the night before sometimes uh the morning of and so and within that we're sharing information but we're also taking a look at what are the conditions in your particular neck of the woods if you will knowing how kind of storms move through and some people are going to be impacted earlier than we are but it can be a predictor of uh, of how we do that so there's a there's a lot of information sharing that goes on with other school districts and even even some all the way up to uh, Kansas City, Kansas right right yeah, yeah we all have a our different way of looking at the world right. because it, a storm system is very can be very different closer to I-70 than further south for for an example uh, but at the same time, you want to make sure that we're all sharing the same information and we know what we're doing. So uh, it's, that information uh, is very helpful. We'd like to make the decision as early as possible, but there's kind of a go, no-go time frame that we're under uh, in making this decision. So, And I'm sure our, our parents are out there are eager to know uh, kind of what is that time of day when we kind of make that decision whether we're going to have school or not. Yeah. Well, experience tells us about it's at 5 a.m. And so that's what we're pledging uh, to our parent community is if you haven't heard anything from us by 5 a.m., assume we'll have a normal school day on that particular day. And of course, you know, ideally the night before is the best time to make that decision. But uh, if pushed to the limit, uh, 5 a.m. will be our, our target for a go, no-go call for a particular day of school. Yeah. So um, I, I've been looking at every, every woolly worm I mm. can find, mm. <laughs> reading the Farmer's Almanac, all these other things that uh, are predictors, uh, so they say, of, uh, of the winter. Because we know we had, uh, we had ourselves quite a winter last year mm-hmm. uh, with that. And um, in the midst of, of doing all of those uh, school cancellations, um, I know I, I had talked about the fact that we just need some other tools in our belt uh, here to have school because there were a couple of days last year. Uh, I remember we had a really, really cold day where that windshield really dipped. And there was one where there was some moisture that, um, you know, by 9 o'clock or so, it we, we might have been able to, to have school. But anyway, we, uh, we've kind of worked on a plan of having a two-hour delayed start, which is new, and certainly our parents uh, we'll want to know a little bit about that. So uh, talk to us a little bit about the work that we've done uh, thus far and some of the practice that we'll be doing here in uh, just a few weeks. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so we started practicing and, and thinking about uh, about this topic back in July. Uh, we did some several tabletop exercises. And I think to 
um, anyone who is outside the school district, a two-hour delayed start sounds very simple. Mm -hmm. You just move everything back two hours and, and roll with it. But with an organization as large as we are, uh, students and staff members moving all over, it's very dynamic. Right. Uh, any, any day we have a lot of movement uh, and trying to make sure that we move that, do that safely, safely as mm -hmm. possible, um, there's a lot to it. And so it's just not as easy as just moving the clocks back two hours. Um, so we did a couple tabletop exercises and discovered that we uh, needed to err on the side of simplicity on that day and try to keep things as simple as possible. Uh, and so in instances where we had uh, students that were on field trips or the, the trips weren't as necessary as they are some other days, that we could scale those back and just, uh, and just keep kids uh, in the building. So we're going to have that in our tool belt this year. Uh, to have a two-hour delayed start. Not sure how often we'll use it. Right. And I think uh, we have talked that we'll try to make that decision the night before right. for a two-hour delayed start. Yeah. I, I think that's the important, um, one of the important pieces that we want our parents to know is that um, we will use this um, when appropriate, most likely for wind chill, uh, because we, if the sun's out and the wind's going to die down and those sorts of things, um, sometimes by nine o'clock, we're, we're good to go. So, um, of course, we can't guarantee, but we're certainly going to do everything possible that if and when we call a two-hour delay, that we get that on the news the night before, the nine o'clock news and certainly the 10 o'clock news. And um, in order to kind of practice all of these moving parts that we talked about, even though we want to simplify it, we're actually in early November going to uh, do just that, aren't we? Yeah, November 7th, we're going to have a dry run of this to uh, find out what we don't know and haven't thought about yet. Right. Uh, so that it, when uh, the inclement weather comes and we are in full uh, two-hour delay mode, uh, that we'll be a little bit better prepared and, and make sure our kids and our staff are, are, are safe as possible in those mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. You know, when, um, when we do um, have school, um, and we have uh, snow events and those sorts of things. I mean, we, we marshal a lot of people in order to clean parking lots and sidewalks and those sorts of things because we know that certainly there's a greater uh, likelihood of slip trips and falls and, and those sorts of things. But um, our staff, I mean, honestly, I've, I've been a few places. They do a fantastic job of, uh, of doing that. But um, we, we have a full-blown kind of plan of – our custodians do this and our maintenance folks do that and and kind of marshal that a little bit uh can you talk just a little about about the organization that that we have and uh the, all of the people that kind of go into making sure that we can have school yeah. and and we can keep people safe be glad to in fact um this is probably one of when you talk about winter events this group of people who are out there pushing snow and making sure our, our sidewalks um, are are safe. They take great amount of pride in that. Yes, they do. Uh, they are professionals to the nth degree when uh, the snow starts falling, and they take it personal yeah, uh, if we don't get if they're not able to uh, to have school on a, on right. any given day. So they are unsung heroes, and and we will have um, you know people don't realize how many uh, miles of of uh, a parking lot that we will pu snow will push how many uh, linear feet of sidewalk that we'll push snow on and make off and make sure that uh, we have uh, salt down. So um, they, they will work tirelessly overnight to make sure to get, put ourselves in the best possible position to have school on any given day. So every year my hat's off to them because they do yeoman's work when it comes to 
making sure that our facilities are ready to go. Yeah, last year we had a couple of incidents that kind of they kind of uh, connected themselves like over like a 12 or a 14 hour period. Right. We'd have an event, we'd have a little low one, we'd have another. Some of those folks they they, they didn't sleep for 24, 36 hours. That's right. I mean, it's it, it and I the reason why we want to highlight this is just uh, because of what you said. We we have some unsung heroes here take great pride in this. They're truly professional in what they do. They care a great deal about making sure that we do have school and that our kids are safe. But um, we also want to know that when, when you see those um, those folks out and about and doing that job, uh, just give them a pat on the back. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing the, th- the work that they do, and um, we can't show them enough appreciation for uh, what they do to ensure that uh, uh, that they're connected to our kids. You know, they uh, they're not in a classroom to have that relationship with, with a student, uh, but they're integral in making sure that that teacher and those students can have that day. Right. And um, that's that's the pride that they take, and that's how they impact uh, our organization and are truly an integral part of it. And everyone in part of that organization, when those days hit, they know that's that, their time to shine. That's right. And yeah. and they're, they're ready to go, and, and they look forward to the challenge, but yeah, it, it is a challenge. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, um, as you say, it's a it's a sunny Friday afternoon. Uh, we we hope that every day is uh, like this day, but we know that uh, there are going to be some calls that we're going to have to make. We'll always uh, make sure that we are on the side of safety uh, for our students uh, and our staff. Um, I always kind of rolled this in my head: is that what I trade this day that we're talking about in terms of it, the inclement weather? Uh, for another day in May or June? And generally speaking, it's the answer is yes. Uh, so uh, we want to have school. We want to keep that cadence of things uh, instructionally for our teachers and academically for our students going. And certainly with um, when you get into rescheduling ball games and, and practices and performances and those sorts of things, it can really uh, kind of gum up the works, if you will. But uh, always safety, safety number one. Keep our kids safe, uh, and we appreciate the people that uh, uh, that that go into that. So, and and Mike, you're critical to that process too. We appreciate uh, talk about unsung heroes. People don't quite understand from an operation standpoint all of the things that you do in order to make sure that we can have school, whether it be sunny or rainy or snowy um, or windblown. And so uh, we appreciate that as well. And thanks very much for joining us today. Well, person's only as good as the people that they work with, and we work with some great people. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks again for listening uh, to this uh, edition of Toddcast. And uh, as always, we hope that you go out and make it a Blue Valley best day.